Welcome to Grasping the Word. This is a special edition on 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-7 through 7, from a live Bible study taught on November 17, 2021. God bless you. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and a godliness, brotherly kindness, and a brotherly kindness, charity. This was Peter's farewell address to, to those of like precious faith. And he uses that term, like precious faith, in verse 1. Those of like precious faith. Those who all believed the same thing. But this was Peter's last letter. And you can see this in chapter 1. Verse 13, that yea, I think it meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, he was talking about his flesh, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off my tabernacle. So he knew that just like the Apostle Paul told Timothy, the time of my departure's hand, Peter said, I know that shortly I must put off my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able, after my decease, to have these things always in remembrance. Very, very important. Peter was viewing this as his last message to the church, to those of like precious faith. That wouldn't make this monumental. This is important. So, when we look at the relevance of this book, what would Peter say if he were about to depart? If he were going to decease like the Lord had showed him, then this is what he would say. This is what he chose to say. And then his reason for writing, he gives it in 2 Peter chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. This second epistle, beloved, I now write this unto you. In both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. That you might be mindful. This is remembering the words which were spoken by the holy prophets. And of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. He said, I've written this unto you. He tells specifically that I would stir up your minds by way of remembrance. You'll remember the words of the prophets. And you'll remember the words of the apostles. His charge to them is the last two verses of this letter. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, where he says, You therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to him be glory both now and forever. Amen. By his closing remarks, these verses 17 and 18, I want to make these observations uh, tonight. His final words. Number one, he was warning those of like precious faith that they would not fall from their steadfastness. He was warning them so that they would not fall from their steadfastness. Number one. Number two. 
He let them know that the error of the wicked had the potential to lead them away from the truth. The error of the wicked could lead them away from the truth. And number three, the prevention against being led away and falling was if they would grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, if I didn't go any further in this Bible study, I've just made the point because this is the point that Peter made. And this is the way Warren Wearsby had said it. The best defense against false teaching is true living. The best defense against false teaching is true living. There are two aspects that he mentioned here. Number one, growing in grace. And chapter one, verses two through 10, the apostle Peter speaks of growing in grace. He has given us positive things to do to keep negative things from happening. Let's talk about growing in grace. First, I'm going to, we've read some of this, but um, I'm going back to verse 8 of chapter 1. For if these things be in you, and these things specifically are the things mentioned in verses 5, 6, and 7. All right? And maybe even before, maybe verses 3 and 4. But let's just, they're the preceding things. If these things be in you. And those things I would, I would, they almost would parallel the uh, fruit of the Spirit from Galatians 5 in many ways. No doubt they were because of the influence of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. And we'll look at that here in a minute. For if these things be in you, and they got to be more than a theology. they got to be more than a head knowledge. There's some things that must be in us for us to stand. It's got to be a part of our fabric, if you please, our character, our nature. If these things be in you, it's who we are and abound. That's another key. They're not stymied. We have not retarded their growth. You notice the word, the the previous thing, add to your faith, virtue. But what he's saying is build on, build these things in your life. Not not that you could have one and not the other. Not that you can't get love, charity down until the end. You know the fruit of the Spirit, love is the first thing mentioned. Here it's the last thing mentioned. Well, that that doesn't mean that the last thing you're going to get is love. Probably the first thing you would get is love. That's a key, right, to living for God. But when they're saying adding is he's talking about it would go along with this abounding. In other words, in every area of godliness in our life, of God's character, we are building. We are abounding. We are growing. We are increasing. If these things be in you and abound, they make you. That you should be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it's possible to have a knowledge of Jesus Christ and yet never have a life change. 
never produce anything. You, you say, I know Jesus Christ. Yeah, but has he changed you? Hallelujah. It's what kind of a change? What kind of, a, a, what kind of fruit is in my life? Because of the knowledge that I have of him. He that lacketh these things, he said, is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. And again, for if you do these things, again, it's these things, ye shall never fall. Now, that was the primary objective of Peter speaking to those of like precious faith is he never wanted anyone to lose their faith. He never wanted anybody there to fall from grace or anyone there to lose to the benefit of their knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now our weapon against deception, our weapon against wicked men with perverse doctrines is this. You stay strongly connected with your Savior. You, you purpose in your heart that every day I'm going to grow 